Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, episode number six. Attention, Scoob Believers. Grab your audience by the eyeballs with eye-catching logo animations. Give your brand the visual enhancement it needs to thrive in a digital world. Go to topbizdesigns.com where excellence meets design. the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Scoob Believers, and we are here again with another edition of the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. I just want to let you all know I do really enjoy talking to you every time I come on to this program, and I really hope that you all learn something and take away just a little bit of information for yourselves to, uh, I don't know, maybe take into consideration and possibly put it towards what your goals are. Speaking of which, Today we're actually talking to a young lady that actually has a practice in administration, mainly medical administration in the insurance field. But something to really think about is when she was first starting her practice, it was just remotely and just for insurance purposes and that kind of thing. But when COVID-19 hit, whammo, it was like she was thrust right into doing everything she needed to do to make her administration business kind of get into gear. So we also need to think about problems that she had. For example, having a really rough time having large practices, already having insurance departments and other departments that she already kind of specializes in. So having to move to smaller practices and finding her niche right there. She has aspects to expand into other outside help needs besides just insurance. Also listen to how we talk about avatars and what's really important to think about when we're thinking about who we're marketing to. So let's all listen to the amazing Ashley Brown. Salutation, Scoob Believers. This is DJ Scoob <laughs> coming at you with another great entrepreneur that's joining our Scoob family here. Hi, everybody say hi to Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hello. <laughs> All right. So I have kind of a serious question to ask you. Okay. You ready? Sure. All right. Are you a Scoob Believer? 100%. All right. I love it. We have another Scoob Believer to the family, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. So Ashley has a business. 
And uh, Ashley, how long have you had your business and what is it? Um, I've had my business officially uh, for one year, um, but unofficially at least five years. Um, it was more or less working for other people where now I am utilizing what I have been doing and doing it for ourselves under our own business name along with my husband. So it's officially a year. All right, good. So I think we just snuck it in there just under a year there so you can be on the program. So that's awesome. What exactly is your business and uh, what made you want to start it? Um, I mean, I'm, I've been in medical since I was 18 and I've done a slew of roles and I just kind of was tired of doing the same thing over and over and could offer these services virtually to people. Of course, with the COVID pandemic, that kind of helped trigger that idea that this could be something that's done virtually. Uh, so it's just led me to utilize my administrative tasks for people remotely and be able to offer that as a service more than just my current clients that I have right now. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I've actually been coming across a lot of uh, a lot of entrepreneurs that are telling me how much COVID had changed their businesses from one way or to another. Uh, some positive, some negative. Some people it really helped out, and some people it it didn't so much. So right. it's nice to see that somebody can take some something so negative like uh, like a world pandemic and turn it in just switch or twist it around to something that's really really positive that helps actually a lot more people than you would probably think right no definitely all right so um i don't know too much about your business and how it but i know every business that that's out there every entrepreneurship out there has pitfalls and problems i know you've only been in official business for about a year but have you actually encountered any serious pitfalls or or controversies or struggles uh getting your business off the ground I mean, yes, of course. When we first started doing this last year, um, we were going at it with an angle of just offering insurance um, authorization type you know, benefits for other doctor's offices, things like that, where maybe they lost uh, clients or employees because of COVID, um, trying to take that out of the offices for them and do it remotely like I do for my two clients right now. Um, but one of the biggest downfalls is most practices nowadays are within bigger corporations and they're going to have their own insurance department. They're not going to outsource that to, you know, one individual like myself um, when they have a whole slew of doctors or providers that they've got there. So that was the, that was the biggest thing that I was coming into is they already have departments um, that are specialized into that or that they have remote at that point. So it was me trying to find those mom and pop offices, kind of like the ones that I currently help, which are kind of few and far between anymore. Um, most of the most of the family practice or doctor's offices are usually a part of a corporation or a hospital. So that was kind of my biggest thing when we first dove into that, because the places I was finding were just a satellite branch of a bigger company. So it was it was kind of coming to dead end. It, it didn't really amount to anything more than what I was already doing. So. That was one of the biggest problems. So are we doing anything right, to, right now to overcome those problems or? Yes. So with what we just started, what I just launched, which is new, um, is more or less virtual assistant, like human resources, provider contracting and tr- credentialing. So trying to become more specialized um, where you don't necessarily have to have that person in the office. You can outsource that and take that off of maybe the office manager. So that is what I have now kind of specialized into versus 
just insurance stuff. That is still newly going out there and um, we created our website. So it's just something that we're kind of tackling from a different area where I have had a lot of feedback um, or a lot of at least interest kind of going back and forth. So just trying to find that person, um, but I'm definitely getting more positive response versus the last time. That's okay. Good, good. Now, um, I'm going to ask you just kind of an off the wall little question here. Who would be your perfect client? I mean, if you could like mold somebody into your perfect client to look for, who would, can you kind of give me an idea of what that might look like? Honestly, the perfect client would be a provider, uh, whether it's a doctor, an NP or a PA looking to get out of the big corporate world or you know, hospital setting and start their own practice. Um, there's a lot of concierge medicine. I mean, there's even just providers that just kind of want to go on their own and they can still get the benefits that they did when they were a part of that hospital group. So my ideal person would be that provider looking to kind of jump ship and take, take control of their patients and, you know, their patient load, you know, be able to have more personable, you know, one-on-one time with those patients, like it was in the past, instead of like, patients are a number. Like it seems that most of these bigger practices. So my ideal person would be that mom and pop place or that one provider that wants to start over where I could help them start from the ground up. Like I have two providers in the past and they were successful. So just showing them that I can help them start their own empire, but incorporate that old medicine practice where you have that great relationship with the provider, which I think it's kind of lost a little bit nowadays, but we still have those random few that are, that are good. I actually think, to be honest with you, I think we've lost that a lot of bit, uh, <laughs> to be honest with you. I actually work in a hospital. I, I work in EVS, so I'm not going to be doing anything like, you know, helping patients, but it's a pretty large hospital and seeing people kind of rolled in and out of there, like, you know, like you said, the numbers, it's really kind of hard to, to the heart to actually see that. So but to get back, the reason why I ask you about that question is because I, I try to think about that the same way what my perfect client would be. And I call that my avatar. My avatar right. looks like a person that's just well, kind of probably like yourself, somebody that's just getting into a brand new business that's looking for help. that's looking for guidance to see what direction they can go. And I do whatever I can to help that person go in right. a, a specific direction. And if I'm not sure myself what the answer is actually going to be. I want to at least have the knowledge to know where I can get the knowledge for them or at least point them in the direction. So that's something that I kind of, I kind of do myself. So that's why I asked that question. Cause I want you to have that same kind of avatar uh, feeling when you're looking for clients. So, and now we're going to pause to pay some bills. All right, school believers. Do you spend hours on end gathering analytic information for yourself or your company, trying to decipher Google information, social media algorithms, and then make sense of it all? Then having to spend almost the entire day making a chart to present to your managers or partners? Stop the madness with a single press of a button. Elementary Analytics does all the work for you. Elementary Analytics is an online software solution that pulls together all website, search, and social media data you need and presents it to you in a way that you can understand, allowing you to make informed marketing decisions guided by the data. And with a single press of a button, Elementary Analytics produces printable charts that can be used in any presentation. I tried it for myself and I was blown away by its ease of use and capabilities. Not sure if it'll work for you? Try it risk-free for 14 days with no credit card needed. Just go to tuepodcast.net 
Go to the online store and click on my affiliate link, Elementary Analytics TUE, for your 14-day free trial. That's TUEpodcast.net, then Elementary Analytics. I know you're just getting started on this new, but uh, influences. Do you have any major influences, somebody you look up to, something, someone that keeps you moving forward and along those lines? I mean, I don't have anybody I look up to. Um, I'm doing this, you know, business venture with my husband and I'm kind of the more serious role. Like, tell me what we need to get, you know, get going on. What do we need to do? What paperwork where he's kind of that salesperson that he's the good talker um, where I have all these ideas in my head and I can kind of bounce them off him. And he has a good way of turning it around and, and helping me make it active where, you know, if I was trying to sell myself, you know, if someone said, no, we're not interested. I, okay, that's great. I'm not a good salesperson <laughs> at all where he, you know, can say, but you know, why when we can do this? I mean, it's a good dynamic. You know, I'm kind of the more shy, reserved. I like to just do what I need to do and, and I'm good at it. He's really good at just helping me build that confidence and help us to get out there and get our name and, and our business model and kind of incorporate all of our different services that we've learned over several years together to do this business and have it successful. So I think the one person would have to be him just because he is kind of like that driving force behind it of that confidence. That's good. It's nice that you had that dynamic between the two of you, because it sounds like each of you have complementing personalities where he's like the upfront guy that he's willing to talk to pretty much anybody. And and then you're in the back doing the crunching the numbers and making sure everything in the background goes. So that's, that's an amazing oh, yeah. dynamic. I wish I had that, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. I, you know, I, I'm good about talking, you know, with people or if they have questions, but he's really good at selling it to like show what we really can do, but not in like a sleazy used car salesman way by any means, like a, a very professional way. So it's, it definitely does work um, when we do do it together and, and try to tackle those things. Uh, it's funny you'd mention it and kind of put it in that perspective because I'm a 16 year car salesman. So oh, goodness. <laughs> I, well, but they have sleazy car salesmen and they have good salesmen. So there's okay, thank you. That, makes, that, that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> yes. No, I have, I have family in the, the car industry as well. And it, that was always a running joke in our family. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good joke. I got to tell you, I've heard it a few times. All right. <laughs> so I know you've only been, once again, I know you've only been in business for a little while, but I know you all have that dynamic goal that you're trying to get to at the very end. And do you know what it would look like when you've made it, when you've gotten to that point where you said, Hey, this is where I want to be. I finally reached this. What does that look like to you? Uh, to me on my aspect of, of my business venture, that to me looks like I have at least five, five continuous clients that I'm helping them out with any administrative needs within their medical office. I'm, I know that those can be translated into non-medical, but my specialty is more focused on helping medical providers. Um, but I would love to have five continuous clients that I just help become successful, which then leads me to be successful, as well as to be at home with my kids. I mean, I want to be able to run a successful business and be able to also be present with my children. I don't, you know, I look back at my parents who, you know, we hung out at a daycare until five o'clock at night, Monday through Friday. And I know they would have killed to be in a position to be home with us, but it just wasn't an option. Um, so being able to have at least five clients to be steady, to be financially free and make my own hours, but also 
help other owners be successful. That that is my end goal. You know, just to have those clients have financial freedom and be able to raise my kids all at the same time. And just and not have to like be somewhere from nine to five where this all has to happen after the fact. Like I am my my nine to five, but it's not nine to five is is my end goal. So yeah. And you know, it's it's good to hear that you have that type of goal to having that freedom to be able to spend the time with your kids that you need to, that you didn't get when you were a child. Um, I think we're we're all kind of a part of that generation that realizes that spending times with our kids and with our family is probably more important and prevalent now than it ever has been before. And being able to be home with your family, that's re- that's really good. I'm curious if you've ever heard of the book, The Four Hour Work Week. No, I haven't. No. Uh, unfortunately, I can't remember the author of it now, but it actually goes into how uh, this gentleman actually did exactly what you're trying to accomplish. Take that oh. time to uh, to work out the business to the point uh, where you start actually cutting back on your trading your hours for money right. Right. To, and to be able to acquire that freedom. So I would actually suggest looking that book up. I'll probably have it in show notes. If you want, I'll shoot, uh, shoot you a mess on, on Messenger who wrote it and what the cover looks like. So you can kind of look it up. But that's definitely something I would suggest because it sounds like that's kind of the end goal you're looking for. Yeah, definitely. All right. So um, here's a little different question for you. Uh, say that you met someone that wants to do the same thing as you, wants to carry on the same uh, entrepreneur adventure that you are trying to accomplish. What advice would you give them? What would you tell them to do? What steps would you tell them to take? Um, I mean, ultimately, just from what I did at the beginning versus what I'm doing now is just figure out what you want to specialize in. I kind of went into it at the beginning going, I can do anything in the office for anybody. But what am I really good at? I'm good at contracts. I'm good at credentialing. So definitely finding what your specialized portion is and going with that because that's what you can show right away. And then it lets the client then come back and say, that's great, but can you also do this? And then you can start that transcript with that person. Um, but my my advice would be to specialize because trying to offer it all at once is just overwhelming, not only for yourself, but you'll realize it kind of pushes the people away where you know a lot of the times they just say they have it internally. So if you have a specialized you know, core option for that person, that would be my advice is try to start small and then grow with that client per their needs. Yeah, that's actually really good advice. When you're a master of everything, you're actually accomplishing nothing. I, that's one thing I've really noticed. When, you, uh, when you're doing something like that, you really want to niche down. That's what I call that. You niche down, you try to figure out what you're really good at, and then you niche down again, and then you niche right. down till it hurts. And you get to that one little part where you know you're really an expert at. And then when you get to that, and you get to that expert part, then start growing up, then start right. saying, okay, now that I know how to do this, let's move on to the next thing that I know and move up from there. I also call that not skipping the montage. Are you, do you know what a montage is? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> for those of you who don't know what a montage is, I actually mentioned that in my last show where you're actually are watching a movie and most of them are Rocky movies where they're actually going through the punches and learning and, and working their way up to get to that point. So one of my main points is do not skip the montage. So <laughs> yeah, build, don't just go all at it at once. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to ask this different question too. And I kind of stole this question from another, uh, another podcast, but I'm going to borrow it anyway. Okay. What is the one question you wish I would have asked you? 
Honestly, I don't know. I mean, this is my first podcast ever. Um, I've only actually listened to like two very tiredly driving down to the valley. So, and those were murder mysteries. So it wasn't even anything serious. <laughs> so honestly, I don't know. Um, I think I, I'm still too new into the podcast realm to know what I wish you would have asked me. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll come to my mind, but as of right now, I don't have one. Stuff like that comes to you when you're not thinking about it. <laughs> right, yeah. Perfect time. Yeah. Or, or after the show's over. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's okay. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to just go ahead and do a different question if that's okay. Um, sure. Let's say, for example, uh, I'm looking for a VA that has your talents, but I'm also looking at hiring you or possibly two other people that's offering me the same amount of money as you and has the same, you know, background as you or similar. What can you do to, what can you tell me that would set yourself apart from these other two? Um, I mean, the one thing that I, you know, sell or pride myself on is I'm consistent. You know, maybe it might take an extra second, but I'm very critical with my work and I can be a little OCD with it, but I pretty much get everything organized and there's a system and it will remain that system. That way that provider or client will know what to expect from me. You know, I want them to know consistency. I want them to know what to expect and I will present that every time. Um, I can't, you can't say that for everybody. There's some that just want to get the job and, you know, talk themselves up. But when it comes to actually providing that service, what you get and what was sold to you can be completely different where I pride myself on what I'm selling is what you get. It would just be versus confidence. You know, I would just show the confidence behind my work, behind my skills. Um, I would provide references for them to verify that information. Mm. If that's something they feel comfortable with. Um, if they didn't, then that, that is completely fine. Um, but I value my consistency and my, my professionalism as to be kind of standing above others. That's yeah, that's actually good. Consistency is something we're lacking in a lot of businesses. You know, they'll, right. they'll say one thing, they'll do another. They'll say, I'm going to be here at this time. They, and they're not, or, you know, thanks. Or this number is this way, but it's not really that. And I, right. I really treasure consistency because I know exactly right. what to expect. Just like you say, and I like what you said there, what you see is what you get. So exactly. <laughs> that's a really yeah. important to a lot of employers. So, all right. So do you have any goals for yourself for the next six months? I know you said you have two clients right now, which is really, really good, especially just getting started out. Um, where do you see yourself in, in the next six months? In the next six months, you know, I, I definitely want to get at least two to three more clients, you know, preferably in the medical field, but I'm not opposed to it not being in the medical field. Um, but just being able to grow that business. The, the two clients that I have were my employers which now they are clients. So it's ones that I've kind of transitioned into being a part of my business where I'm not an actual employee. So just kind of trying to keep that, get that organized and get a system to where I can keep everybody organized. And in six months, having that down to a system to where I have those two plus others and probably spending less hours working because it's at that organized point. So I, it's a matter of just getting clients, getting organized and maintaining that until maybe I have to, if, if they don't need my services anymore or get more, but just ultimately making more money and working less, but still offering that same great service is my end goal ultimately. And I, I'm hoping to see that in six months. 
we'll see. All right. I really, I hope that works for you because it sounds like you kind of know how to get there. It's just a matter of getting there. Right. I, you know, just with my business aspect of it, yes, it, it's just a matter of getting maybe a few more clients and having that financial freedom to be able to get to that end goal. Um, and we're not talking like becoming a millionaire. I just want to be comfortable. You know, I want to be comfortable. I want to be happy. I want to, you know, I want to see my business business succeed. And, you know, a part of that, we've also had my husband's business kind of join into our website. So that way we're kind of like a, you've got a Medicare or a medical person and you have a salesperson. So that way it's something we can grow as a family. So I'm hoping in six months, that's where we can kind of come together and it's our website is working as it should be. We'll see. All right. That's amazing. Yeah. So um, at this point, Ashley, I'm going to ask you if how to get a hold of you. This is your time to shine. Okay. This is where you're going to do all your sales pitching. So ready, set, go. All right. Well, any healthcare needs, you providers, solo providers looking to go solo and need that help to get started from the ground up, you can reach me at uh, trinityprofessionalservices.co. And my email with that is ashley at trinityprofessionalservices.co, which that is all on the website. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, so hopefully we can, we can steer some, uh, some business to, to your direction sure. there so we can uh, help you with the end goal. And what we're going to do with that end goal is I'm actually going to follow up with you in six months. And we're going to see if actually, if you've reached that goal or exceeded that goal, exceeding that goal would be awfully nice, I'm sure. Right. And uh, just see how, what kind of experiences you've had in those six months getting your business rolling, okay? Okay, that sounds good. All right. Now, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, uh, you can reach me at uh, pianotyentertainment at gmail.com. And uh, until next time, thank you very much for having us. Ashley, thank you very much for being here on the show. And you all take care, okay? Bye, everybody. Right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Ashley Brown. She was definitely a great interview. Hey, a couple of things that really kind of stood out for me for Ashley was the dynamic she actually had with her husband. It's so great that she has somebody that kind of opposites her in the particular field so she can actually do her part that she's strung with and he can do his part that he's strung with and together make a fantastic team. When you can get a partner that actually compliments you that well, it just makes things so much better for you. And whether it's your husband or a family member, co-worker, or somebody that actually compliments what you do, it just makes things that much easier. Also, the aspirations that she has for her family, being able to be with her kids whenever she can for them to have a better childhood, that really makes a really big difference in the child's life. I know that for a fact. And like I said, we're kind of part of a generation that we kind of realize that being with our kids as much as possible is really important for their upbringing and them coming up to be better people. I really liked listening to her advice, how she kind of suggests to niche down and to kind of become a specialist in what you're doing before moving on to something else. So you could be the one person everybody goes to and thinks of when it comes to that particular part of a business. And the other thing that really kind of stands out for me too was consistency. She made a very, very big deal about consistency. 
um, being very consistent in what you're doing could really make the difference between a failing business and a thriving business. So kind of keep that in mind. All right. So at this point, I'm going to give you another little update about what's going on with uh, my adventure in putting together a speaking engagement for Chris Brogan. Uh, Looked into the downtown convention center and talked to a couple of the salespeople down there. And it looks like that the room that I'm looking for is going to be pretty expensive. It's going to be about $9,000 for uh, just the rental of the room. Now, I still wanted to get some uh, AV equipment and some recording stuff. And we're still going to need microphones and things like that. And they suggested a uh, company that they work with to get that stuff together. And after a couple of emails and telling them what I was looking for, that was almost $9,000 itself, almost the same amount of money as uh, the room itself. So I don't know exactly how that's going to work out. That just seems a lot too much to, to ask an investor to invest in at one time. So we're going to do some shopping around. Maybe I could find something a little bit better, a little bit cheaper uh, in the AV department there. So we're going to see what comes up from that. All right. So if you have any questions about what I'm doing or any questions about uh, the people that I'm talking to as far as my interviewees are concerned, or if you're looking for tools to help you in your entrepreneur adventure, please visit my website at uepodcast.net. In the store there, I have some great tools, and uh, I keep all my archives and show notes on the website once again, uepodcast.net. If you wish to contact me directly, you could always hit me up on Twitter, which is at djscoob2021. Also, I'm going to do something here that I've never done before, and it's kind of rough for me to do, but I kind of need to do it anyway. But uh, if you like what you're listening to and you like the interviews that I've had and the information that comes through, I need a little bit of help in paying for my subscriptions to uh, the places that actually keep me going. So on my website, if you could go to the donate page and donate like a dollar or something like that to help me just pay for my subscriptions to keep things going, I would really appreciate it. That way I could keep providing you with more information and more tips and tricks and things of that nature to help you with your business. So if you could do that, and also if you could help me with my algorithms a little bit by giving me a five-star review on the Apple Podcasts and follow me on the Spotify, I would really appreciate it. And if you do leave me a donation or a review, I will definitely mention your name on my podcast. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for another great show, and we'll see you in two weeks. Thank you. <laughs>
Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.